So I'm Dory Locke, your host for the call. And as I said, I'd like to be the first to welcome you to the Size Seminars monthly call highlighting the tools and techniques from the basic seminar. Tonight, we will be discussing the screen of the mind technique. And I have the great pleasure of welcoming Mr. Tim O'Kelly to the call this evening. Tim will be teaching the, the, the call, and I'm grateful to have him. Tim took his basic seminar in 1987, and on Saturday night, he participated in an exercise that had a huge impact in his life. From this exercise, he established a dream or a vision of becoming a basic instructor for size seminars. And through applying the tools he learned in the basic, including the screen of the mind technique that Tim's going to teach about tonight, he was actually able to live that vision and become not only a basic instructor, he also facilitated at size 7, men's leadership, and was in charge of the basic instructor division. I'm excited to have him join us on the call tonight, and I'm looking forward to what he has to share with us. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Tim O'Kelly to the call. Tim, are you there? I'm here. Fantastic. Thank you well, very much, Dory. Well, thank you, sir. And as I said, I'm very grateful that you're joining us, and I'm really excited to hear what you have to share with us tonight on Screen of the Mind. So I will turn the call over to you. Thank you, Dory, very much. Um, I'd like to say that I'm honored, first of all, uh, to be able to to talk just for a few minutes um, about this concept. And the reason that I say I'm honored to is if Mr. Wilhite were here and uh, to talk about this concept, he would say it is the most important technique in all the courses. And I'm not making that up. Through many conversations I've had with Jane Wilhite, um, and many uh, films I've watched Mr. Wilhite do, um, this is, to him, the most important technique that is done in the in the seminar. And I get uh, to speak about it tonight, so I have to say that I'm quite honored to be able to do this. Um, this is a concept uh, that Dory mentioned that I have used um, very successful uh, in my life. Now, when I say that, I, I've got to be really clear. I have used it very successfully to create things that I were absolutely clear that I wanted. Some of them I didn't want, and I'll explain that tonight. Um, it doesn't care. Whatever you're clear on, you'll create, and I've been able to use it uh, most of the time for what I really did say I wanted. Um, and an example, when I came to the class in 1987, uh, obviously the basic course rocked my world, and I made a decision uh, on Saturday night to become an instructor, and when I heard that Mr. Wilhite said that this is the most important tool that can be used, I believed it. I bought into it. And I said, well, I'll do what Mr. Wilhite said. And he said, prove it wrong. Don't decide in a course if it works or not. Go out and prove it. And I went, you know what, I'll do that. And I, because I liked it because it was visual. I liked it because I think I could use this. I could do this. I know that we all think in pictures. So I bought that. And I went, I can do this. And so I want to just take a moment to, to um to talk about screen of the mind, yes, the technique, we'll get into that tonight, the how-to, but I just don't feel that I can go into that without taking a few minutes and talking about why Mr. Wilhite said that this was the most important uh, technique. And I want to just uh, uh, read a little bit out of a book that was written in the 60s. And uh, the reason that I believe the screen of the mind is the most powerful technique in the course is because it is the tool that activate, activates 
literally a gold mine. It activates something. So it's not the power in the tool itself. The tool activates something. And so I like to just read real quick. It's just, it's very short, but it's, it's something I read a lot because it, it just validates it all. Infinite riches are all around you. If you will open your mental eyes and behold the treasure house of infinity within you, there is a gold mine within you and from which you can extract everything you need to live gloriously, joyously, and abundantly. Many are sound asleep because they do not know about this gold mine of infinite intelligence and boundless love within ourselves. Whatever you want, you can draw forth. I just want to say that again. Whatever you want, you can draw forth. A magnetized piece of steel will lift about 12 times its own weight. And if you demagnetize the same piece of steel, it's useless. Similarly, there are two types of men and women. There is a magnetized man-woman who is full of confidence and faith. He or she knows that he is born to win and to succeed. Then there's the type, the opposite, the demagnetized, full of fears and doubts. Opportunities come, and they say, I might fail. I might be rejected. I might lose money. I might, I might, I might. People will laugh at me. This type of man will not get very far in life because he is afraid to go forward. He will simply stay where he is. Become a magnetized man, woman, and discover the mastery, the master secret of the ages. Um, what I have done, given that I have a short time to talk about the most powerful concept, is I have been studying this ever since Dory gave me this opportunity. I've been studying it like crazy to how do I condense it into a short time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the main points of screen of the mind technique. Okay. Um, these are some thoughts, like this one right here, a very powerful thought. If you, if you want to write it down, you know, it's something that you look at and you can look at it again and again. This thought that you are connected right now to whatever you say you want. You're already connected to it, given we are all connected. Think about that for just a moment, how powerful that is. You say you want to have a lot of money. You say that you want to have a great relationship. I don't, it doesn't matter what you say. If you have the ability to say it, you are already connected to it. There's nothing you've got to do on the outside. What we've got to do is get ourselves aligned on the inside to attract it. So imagine, however, whatever picture in your mind that works for you, that when you, if I'm already connected to it, that gives me a, so much hope right there, that there's not a lot i got to do except all insight, that I've got to align myself to attract it. And that's what the screen of the mind does. It aligns internally the subconscious that therefore will attract whatever it is that you want. The subconscious draws it to you. Okay. Let's shift a thought here. There's a couple of different realms that when you are in your day, you'll have your mind. You will have your thoughts in the past. Wake up and start thinking about yesterday. Start thinking about two years ago. Start thinking about what he or she did. If I would have just, if I would have, if I could have, I should have, I, why did I, okay, the past. Then you have some people that wake up and spend most of their day thinking about the present. They literally live 
a to-do list. Here are all the things I must do today. They've got their mind on right now. And then there's another realm called the future. And in the future, you have it broken down basically in two segments. One is what I'm going to create and then worry. Those are the only two places you're going to go is what I'm going to create and the other one is worry about the future. And that's what this that paragraph referred to just moments ago. I might fail. I might lose. I might be laughed at. What if I end up right back here? So there's only two ways in the future to think, and that is creation or disintegration. Worry is a disintegration, obviously. What screen of the mind is, it is specifically designed for you to think in the future in the realm of creation. Okay? So if that's true, that I'm already connected to it, and all I have to do is line myself up. If I don't have it yet, if I don't have that money, if I don't have that career, if I don't have that love, if I don't have that marriage, if I don't have blank, then as we learned in the basic course, the one step that's fundamentally important is I've got to be responsible for that, that it is my doing of why I do not have it yet. I cannot go victim to anything else outside of me. I have not brought to I'm already connected to it. So where is it that I am not in alignment? So if I do not have it, I am not in alignment. That's what this tool does. Okay, so you must, uh, this is my mentor. My mentor worked with me on this one. He said this. You have to own it before you'll ever own it. You have to own it before you'll ever own it. Now, my mentor wasn't a nice person in regards to explaining what that meant. It took me about a year working in PSI seminars for me to start to really understand what he was saying. I'll, I'll never own it until I already own it. And that's what screen to the mind does. Because in the subconscious, this powerful gold mine, we have to create the result first. Everything has been created twice. Everything around you, you even, everything has been created twice. The first place is in thought. The second one is in the physical realm. We all know that. So what the screen of the mind is, is this place that you can create the final end result first. We talk about, you'll hear every basic course instructor talk about this, that if you want to, you want to, build a house where you what you start with is the end. You start with the final product and work backwards. So given that, where do you have to have your mind? In the past, the present, or the future? See, the one thing that makes all geniuses a genius and the one thing that they've traced that they all have in common is the ability to see something that does not exist right now. That's genius. That you take the time and a lot of questions I received on here, a lot of them say the same thing. How much time? You know, when do I do this? Right? That every day I create this result in my mind. Now, when I say I create, you, you probably heard something like this before. What the mind of a man can conceive and believe, he can achieve. So what's the screen of the mind? Obviously, the screen of the mind is conceive it you must be able to see it in your mind. Now, some of the questions I received were, I see it clearly, why don't I have it? Well, there's only one reason why. 
if that's true, that you have conceived it perfectly, you don't believe it. And what I want to do tonight is I want to put those two into one place tonight so that you can create both of those. Then if you can tell me or anybody you're working with, I can see it and I believe it. I just don't have it yet. No. Either you're not conceiving it perfectly in your mind or you're not believing it. So what I want to do is be able to show you tonight how to get both of those done. Okay. So if I do not have it, I do not believe it. So this tool does the work for you. If you'll remember back in the basic course, intention mechanism, it is our job to get clear. The mechanism is not even up to us. We don't even handle it. If you ever did the basic course, you know that that idea, that there's a class, there's an, an exercise that we do for some of the guests that are on here. It's a very simple exercise. Go across the room. The way that we go across the room, it came to us. We did not create the answer. We did not create the solution. Our job is to get clear in our mind, period. The subconscious then will take over. So what the screen of the mind is, is perfecting that not only picture, but actually everything that else that goes with it, which could be, I think, one of the challenges for most graduates is, is understanding that final part, not just seeing it, but literally creating the whole experience in our mind, in our emotions also. Okay? So, screen of the mind, most powerful technique, because we've got to redirect the subconscious into what we say that we want, because it is an open book. It will believe anything that you tell it, positive or negative, it does not care. It takes the picture and produces it. And it's doing it right now in your life. Everything that you have right now, you have already thought of first. Whether you have feared it, I'm afraid I'm not going to be able to afford it. If you have believed that, I can guarantee what your financial situation is right now. If you think you're going to be hurt and you have created that, whether you believe it or not is irrelevant. If you believe that, I can tell you what your experiences will be daily. You will be hurt. You will have that evidence. That's what the subconscious mind is so powerful at doing. It does the rest of the work. Our job is just to get clear. So how do you use screen of the mind? Well, first of all, before you ever use screen of the mind, you obviously gather from the intellect what is it you want. That's the job of the intellect, to decide. Well, what do I want? People say, how does screen of the mind work? And I ask them, what do you want? And they don't know. Well, it you see, those don't go together well. You've got to first decide, Was it? what is it you want? Without the challenges, without the, but what if, the, the destruction that doesn't work, what do you want? Get very, very clear on it. That's the work right there. And when I say get very clear on it, what I'm talking about is, let's say, for example, you want to make $500,000 a year. And the wonderful thing about it is, there's no limit. It's just whatever you decide. And if it is $500,000 a month, I mean, I'm sorry. Well, it could be whatever you guys want. Someone just requested that. What if I want to make 500000 Okay, well, let's work with it. If you want to make $500,000 a year, you've got to see that. And what I mean by see that is that number, you in 
that number, you, some picture where you are standing with a check, you are standing with your income tax return from 2012, and you can make up the line, right? You can do anything. You know, net income, 2012, $500,000, okay? Now, not only just that, you've got to work with how does that feel? Because the subconscious mind works this way. In the simplest form, I can say it. You create the picture, then the emotions go out and bring back what it is that you want. So you've got to have the combination of both. You've got to have the picture, and then you've got to know how does this feel. How does this feel to have this much? Act as if it is, even if it isn't, so that it can be so. Act as if it is, even if it isn't, so that it can be so. So I've got to get very clear on the picture, and then also, how do I feel when I have that 500000 How do I walk? How do I talk? How do I treat people? How do I treat my employees? How much of that $500,000 is going to tithing? And what's the look on, do you already know where that money's going? Do you already know where the tithing is going? If you're going to do 500000 a year, 100000 of it, go to tithing. Where are you going to tithe? Do you already know that? If you don't already know that, you're not doing the technique, meaning that you know exactly what you're going to do. When you get that, you know where it's going, and you know the effect that it's going to have in this world versus I just want to have a lot of money or even 500000 Yes, that's clear, but you're not real clear. Where will I be living? What will I have? Have you already broken it down? Where, why 500000 is that a nice home? Is that a home, a, a vacation home? Is that how much is set aside for traveling? Have you planned it all out? Or are you just throwing out a number? If you're throwing out a number, you don't believe it. Okay, so that's the creation process. That's most of the work. That's getting on a computer, looking at images, looking at pictures, getting out your spreadsheet. Here's what my life will look like if I make 500000 If I want a great marriage, well, here's what it's going to look like. Here's what we're going to be doing. Here's where we're going to be going. Here's the level of communication. And you see pictures. You grab on the Internet. My God, you can have anything on the Internet. Any kind of pictures you want that represent, this is what my life will look like when I achieve that. So you get clear on that. That's the, that's the work you do at the conscious mind. You get on the Internet. You get your spreadsheets out. You get everything completely prepared. And then what you do is you take those images and then you place them into the subconscious. That's screen of the mind. That's the technique. So most of the work is already done before you screen the mind. I hope everybody's clear on that. So if I want to make a lot of money, I've got to get that picture very clear, what my life is going to look like, how it's going to feel, how it's going to affect my daughter, the world, everything. Now, what must I believe to have that? What must I believe? What the mind of a man can conceive and believe he can achieve. What must I believe about myself? And that's the I am. That's the I am. I am wealthy. I walk wealthy. I talk wealthy. My vibration is very, very high. It's what is the belief? Act as if it is right now, even if it isn't, so that it can be so. 
what were the words that you have to believe about yourself? And I'm not saying out, the, the wild, crazy, outrageous, over-the-top ones. No, it's very, very simple. What would be the three or four beliefs you'd have to have about yourself? You get very, very clear on those four or five beliefs. You put those in the picture, and let's go into the subconscious. Now, this is now where we go into more of the technique part, which is the simplest part. Question becomes, when do I do it? When is the best time to do it? Okay, so let me give you some data. Very simple. The best time to do screen of the mind or any subconscious work is when you are very sleepy, when you are tired, when you are worn out, when you are about to fall asleep. That is the best time to activate the subconscious. Why? Because you don't have a conscious mind to fight it. The conscious mind is just about to fall asleep. The resistance is the lowest. That's the best time to put something in the, in the subconscious mind. So ideally, right before you fall asleep, place that into the subconscious mind. The, another time is right when you wake up, before you even get out of bed, before you even open your eyes, while you're still in that very sleepy state, but you're conscious. You go into the subconscious mind, and then you see the picture. Okay, so now, what is the picture? As we learned in the course, or if you don't have the CD, grab the CD, uh, screen of the mind. If you want to create it from scratch, you can do that again. What you want to do is you want to create a screen 20 feet in front of you, approximately, represents 2020 vision. When you do a closed eye work, you want to have your head slightly lifted so that your eyes are just gently a few degrees above the horizon. If you've ever asked a child what they want or, or ask them to solve a problem, they'll, they'll look up. There's a reason for that. So you want to just gently tilt your head up. Okay, even if you're laying down, just gently, that one degree, that two degree, that lift of the head just a little bit, and you want to be very sleepy. Some people, what happens if I fall asleep? Well, you fell asleep. That's about it. Nothing really bad happens. It just does not really do anything as far as the subconscious. Healthy, just not anything from the subconscious. So you do it in a state where you're very sick. Now, in the class, obviously what we do in the class is – you let yourself relax. That's why the instructors will always do a relaxation process beforehand because sometimes you don't have the, the, the time or the, the, the circumstances to do it every night and in the morning. So you can do it in the daytime. The key there, though, is you've got to get that conscious mind relaxed. I mean very relaxed where you're just about to fall asleep. And if you can imagine whatever tool works for you that when you're about to fall asleep, if you can just imagine that channel opening up between the conscious and subconscious mind, it's the widest at that point. And it will take whatever picture. Okay, so relax, 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 almost to the point where you fall asleep. And then what you do is you take the screen and you put a dark frame around it. Now, I want to be really clear on this one point here, guys. You only do this once. Do not ever do this again. For every time you set a new goal, you go in, create the screen, put a dark frame around it. It's very, very dark material. I don't have the time to go into the science of it. You just got to trust on this one. It's been done for centuries this way. So dark frame all the way around it, and you want to create a picture in the mind of what it is right now. It's very, very clear how it is right now. Your 2011, you know, tax return with your income the level that you're at right now. No resistance to it, just that this is what is right now. See it in detail. If, you're, if you want to have a, ha a happy marriage, then if you're married right now and it's not that, you see the way that it is right now. 
the lack of communication, one person rolling this side of the bed, one person rolling that side of the bed, there's a wall in the middle, or you're walking down the beach by yourself, or if it's financial, you're looking at the income statement, you're like, this is not what I want. So you got to give to the mind what you want to move away from. And you create that in dark border, and you see that just as clear as you can. Then you let the picturing stop. You let the dark border fade away, fall away, vanish. It's done. It's now your screen. Now you bring in a set of iridescent light. This color is important. It's not, if you remember, last time you've been driving around, you look in your rearview mirror. You see these blue headlights that are harsh, not that color. It's the other one. It's that yellowish gold white, combination of all three of those. And it's just a beautiful set of lighting all the way around it. You can have twinkling lights. You can have makeup mirror lights. You can have one light all the way around it. You want to have light around this picture. Really key right here. You want to change the polarities, dark to light. And now in this picture, you've already done this before. You've got to get that. So now this is not a time to go, well, I don't know what to put here. Then you haven't done the concept because you've got to do that when you're conscious. You've got to do that at the computer, your spreadsheet. You're really, really clear. You now take that picture. You see yourself standing there. You can see your face. You can see $500,000 on your 2012 tax return. You see you with this person. You see you communicating. You see you happy. And while you're in the screen of the mind, you can feel it. You start smiling when your eyes are closed because it's already happening right now. That's the key. It's already. It's not something you're seeing in the future. It's happening right now. So your subconscious mind does not understand. Your, con your subconscious mind does not know if it's real or not. If it sees the picture, it's real. Once it gets that it's real, it will attract it. Okay, so you're feeling it, you're loving it, your vibration goes up, your heart starts to beat faster. It really does. That's when you know you're doing screen of the mind, is when you're, you have physical sensations that this is exciting. Why are you doing the technique? Okay, so you place it in there, and you put, obviously, lights all around it, and then you let it domino. You let that movie play, or you can do a still picture if you want to. But once you're into it, it's very natural for it to domino, and because that's happening, then this is happening, you see the people, uh, the kids receiving the food, if you want to give charity, you see the people excited. I tell you what, you can sit and watch this movie for a long time, and you just let it play out. And then when you're done, you stop the picturing, let the light frame go, and then you just slowly come out of a very sleepy state, bring yourself fully back into the room. And then you go on into the life, into your just normal existence. Now, here's the key. You have planted a seed now. You must nurture that seed. If you plant a seed in the ground, and then you come back two years later hoping, I'm going to have this beautiful, it's not going to happen. It will be dead. You've got to nurture it. How do you nurture that? You nurture that by the I am. You nurture that by walking around on this planet as if it has already happened. The way that you talk to people, if you want to have a happy marriage, if you want to be a, a great partner, if you want to own a company, you've got to walk around in the world that way right now. You've got to drive your beat-up car. Is your car clean? Go look at it right now. Mr. Wilhite always said, if you want to find out what someone's thinking, go look at the car, how clean it is or how dirty it is. Okay, you've got to be that. You're not going to tell jokes about people. You're not going to make fun of people. You're not going to talk negative. 
that's not taking care of the seed. If you say that you want to be a great partner and a great human being who's wealthy, you're not making fun of people. You know, that's the greatest lesson I learned from Jane Wilhite, just me personally, is that nurturing of the seed. I thought if I just see it, then I could go and live the way I want to live, you know, be sarcastic, go and do the life that I've always lived that never created it for me, and I thought it would just happen. That's the greatest thing I learned from Jane is no. I have to be that right now. I have to live that right now. That's nurturing the seed. Now, the question becomes then, when I go back into subconscious, do I even have to go back? That's one question that's asked. Of course you do. You don't have it yet. You've got to go back in. Nighttime, daytime. I would challenge any person that's on this call and find out how many times you have done Screen of the Mind this week and I bet it hadn't been 14 times in a week. I bet. So we wonder, why isn't it working? Well, you're not using it. That would just be a guess. Most people I talk to, morning and night. Well, I'm busy. Well, then we're too busy to have what we want. We've got to go back in there. We've got to see that picture. Anytime you close your eyes, you're in a room. You close your eyes, you see that picture. You see that 500000 You see that check. You see that, whatever that picture is. Even when you just have a few, that's all you're thinking about. Yes, you got to do your day. We're, we do that blindfolded. If you understand the law of thinking, don't confuse mental activity with thinking. It's not. Thinking would be a concentrated, focused thought on something that does not exist right now. Very few people think. They just do. And this becomes thinking about it, having it be everywhere. It's on my screensaver. Okay? It is upstairs. It's in the car. It's everywhere. That's what's around me. But then it's not just around me. I've got to be that also. And so every time you never do see the dark flame, you always just think of the light frame. You only do the dark frame one time. And then you keep focusing on that picture, that picture, that picture. You keep the I am, I am wealthy, I am love, I am passionate, I am excited. You feel the results. You walk, you're excited. People want to wipe something and excited because I already have it. Well, where is it? It's here. You know what I mean? It's, it's about being it right now. And you just keep focusing on that picture. Another question comes up, well, how often do I have to see that picture? Every day until you've got it, right? That's got to be. Every day. How many times a day? As many times as you can. What else is more important? Every day until it's part of your life. Then you can have a conversation, well, then now what? You do the same process over again. What's your next goal? And what's your next goal? That's about the shortest way I can say it. Okay. So, Dory, you there? Yes, I am. So let me tell you a couple things. Um, I loved what you opened it up with, Tim, where you were talking about I'm connected to it right now, to whatever I say I want. Like, it's already, you know, something I'm connected to. It's just I have to do the steps and the action and, you know, my IMs and the process to attract mm-hmm. it. And and the other thing was the whole, you know, I have to have the feeling of it mm-hmm. that, you know, the whole deserving, it's, you know, it, everything that goes with that end result. I have to be in the feeling state of it. So I I thought that was excellent. Well, see, Dory, let me touch on that real quick. That mm-hmm. You know, there's so much we could talk about this, but just as you bring that up, that gets us past the fears of rejection, the fear of what are people going to say. 
that part right there, the emotion gets us past that, meaning we're living it right now. That gets us through all the fears. Does that make sense? Is that emotional mm-hmm. part. When we're excited about it and we're actually living it right now, we don't have those fears. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for that. And, you know, Tim, I know you kind of touched on a couple of the questions that were asked when people were registering. However, I'd like to go through a few of those if you are open to answering those. I would love to. Okay, great. Well, let's start with um, we had EG that says, how do I visualize without allowing my mind to wander off during the process? That's a great question. Uh, Your mind will wander. Um, when you're new at this work, you can keep your mind on one thought for around seven seconds, they say, before you have another thought and then another thought. So at first, I don't know how long, whoever's asked this question, how long you've been doing this, but everybody at first, this is going to be a challenge. Your mind is going to wonder, and what you want to do is you want to be okay with that. And all it tells you is that you're new at this. Jump into a swimming pool, you didn't master it the first day, you had to practice it. Now, the other thing I will add to this that makes this a lot easier is you want to be really, really clear before you take it into the subconscious. So that's that's all the time at the computer, the spreadsheet, the light, creating the end result. And the more you see it and the more you get really, really clear on it, the easier it is to keep your mind on it. The easier it is to keep your mind on it is when you've already seen it and you're clear about it. When we go in and we're not real clear, we just kind of see a picture and then we, our mind wonders, well, that's, that's most likely why. So clarity, 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 practice, practice, practice. Yeah, that, that makes sense as well. And the, the whole idea of being really clear about it is what it is you want, as you were saying earlier, that your, you, the subconscious mind is going to give you whatever you're thinking about. So if mm-hmm. you're not super clear then you'll end up with something. <laughs> well, you know, I got, I, there's been so many stories through PSI seminars of people, you know, and some of them are funny, some of them are not, where this one lady came to the Orange County class and said, I want to be just like my mom. I want to be just like my mom. She was really clear. And then within the next two years, she came down with the same disease her mom had and had the mm. exact same surgery and had the exact same cut on her throat from the throat surgery. Mm. You know, so mm. it literally does, and th- th- I don't say that to scare people it's just real that's what the beauty of the subconscious mind is and mr wilhite always said your conscious mind is the vanguard your conscious mind is the one that doesn't allow those kind of things so we've got to use the conscious mind to decide what goes into the subconscious and again that's our job it's like you said to get that clarity because it will create whatever you're thinking you're right Mm -hmm. okay great well here's the next question as screen of the mind is a visual tool, what concepts help for those who are not visual or have difficulty seeing what we are to project? How can this be adapted to those who are intuitive or feeling or kinesthetic oriented? Mm-hmm. Great question, great question. Um, I will say this, though, that everybody is visual. And, you know, and, and, and some people, yes, they do take in information in different ways. The one thing, though, that is common with everybody is we are visual. And why I say that is our mind works in pictures. That's the only way that the mind understands. That's the language of the mind. We all are visual. So my recommendation for people that have a struggle with the visualization is 
with a conscious mind, eyes open, sitting at your desk, creating spreadsheets, getting the picture really, really clear. You do want to look at that picture. You want to see that picture clearly. You know, if, if it's money, you're standing there with the check. You're, you're standing, you know, with that tax return. And behind you are all those people that you've tied. To, I mean, just create this wonderful picture. And, and then when you're into the subconscious, you will see that picture. But then the great thing about that question is, and I'm not sure, I think the word intuitive was in there, the feeling mm-hmm. part. Well, this is where you guys will do really good on bringing that, when I create that picture, what's it feel like? And that's where you'll bring that in is that feeling and that intuitive side, that much deeper part of us that is so rich that so it is, everybody can do it. You've got to see that picture. If you don't see it, you're not going to create it. Now, do we have to spend a lot of time? Because sometimes in the screen of mind technique, what you'll notice is you put the picture up there, but a majority of what you're experiencing is that feeling. And that's perfectly, you're doing it perfect. So you don't have to dwell on seeing that picture over and over and over every second. No, you see that picture, and even if you kind of the picture fades away in your mind, that's fine. You still are living it right now. You're feeling it. What are those children saying? How are they saying thank you for that money that you've donated? How How is your relationship looking at you going, my God, you rock, or whatever it is, and you're feeling it. So for those people that are the, 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 the kinesthetic or the, the intuitive or the feeling, you're awesome. Great. Okay, and the next question is, how do I perform screen of the mind to help me stay focused on my goals? Okay, so now, okay, so how do I perform screen of the mind to help me stay focused on my goals? Okay, so you're at, whoever's asking this is asking, how can I use this technique to stay focused? Okay, that's what I'm hearing because it mm-hmm. doesn't matter whatever you put in the subconscious mind. So if it's your goals that you want to stay focused on, if it's your business you want to stay focused on, it doesn't matter the that part. It's The question then becomes, how do I use the technique to stay focused? Well, just like what we've talked about, that's the picture that you see. You create an image where you are focused on your goals. You have to see that picture. Whatever, and see, your mind already, right when I did that just now, my mind creating a picture of now what that picture looks like, of me sitting in a room, and I could see my three goals that I'm working on right now in front of me, and I saw this laser-pointed beam. It's just my mind was doing this. I didn't do it. I didn't create that. Just when you said that question, it just I see being very focused. My eyes are very, very clear looking at those goals, and that represents me staying focused. And then what you want to do is put a clock somewhere in the room of just how long this time period has been where you're just completely focused on achieving your goal. So it doesn't matter what you want to stay focused on. It's you seeing yourself focused. And how does that feel when you're focused and you can see and you're creating goals? How does it feel? It's the same process we just went through. So it doesn't matter the end result. It's just you seeing that picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this next question sort of is along the same lines. How do I try to concentrate to do screen of the mind? Okay, so that's a great question. How do I concentrate? One of the things I learned is you don't want to overdo this. Okay, the work is in the conscious mind. Setting up the goal. That's the work. Creating the picture. And then you get really relaxed. That's the key. So concentration... Not so much. You want to be really relaxed and take this picture into the subconscious 
and don't overdo it. Don't overthink it because then you're attempting to use your conscious mind. The conscious mind is designed to set up everything. And then you just really let yourself go and you relax. And, it, and if you're doing it correctly, I promise you this will happen. You'll start to smile. When you start to feel it and you just start to let that picture go and you start living how it feels right now, you'll start smiling. You'll start getting excited. Your blood pressure will go up. Your body starts to operate the way it needs to to get that. That's when you know you're doing it. So concentration, the concentration, guys, comes before you do it. That's the concentration. Then you just relax and you take that picture and you place it in the subconscious mind. Okay. So the next question is, how long of a time frame do you need to visualize it for you to have some effect? One minute to work? To, you know, is there a time frame that you need to do this? Yes, all the time until you get it. <laughs> <laughs> and, that I, you know, you think I'm joking. It's not. You know, uh, it, it's the time frame is how long it takes you to really believe it. And how you know you believe it is when you feel it. You've laid it out there. You've got that picture clear. You've got the whole, you know, a lot of people say they want to have money. Well, how much? And, you know, just throw out a number. It's just not going to happen. If you you got to lay it out. But why did you choose that number? It doesn't matter why, as long as you've got clear that this is where the money's going to go. This is what it's going to, how it's going to serve humanity. You know, you've heard this before. We're paid in direction. We're paid in direct proportion to the service that we render to mankind. Well, where's this money going to go? Are you a servant? Will you serve people? And you see that picture really, really, really clear. And then once you really believe that, that's when you'll begin to attract it. So there is not an answer as far as well. How long? Well, how long? How long do you want to put into it? When do you want it? You know, I, w- I never forget this door. You probably remember this, Jane, talking about this about. Uh, tithing, and, and uh, she was, you know, she had a question once, and she goes, well, you know, do you tithe gross or net? <laughs> she said, do you, do you do 10% of your gross or net? And then the response came back to her as well, how much do you want back? You know, mm-hmm. so it's just how bad do you want this? How much time are you willing to put aside for it? And I'm going to say it's got to be many times during a day, many times that you're thinking that way, you're being that way. Okay. Our next question is, how often do you bring up the screen with your goals, and how many goals can you put on the screen? Uh, That's a common. So many people ask that one question. It's amazing. Um, Here, uh, how do I say this? That's such a great question. Um, The screen of the mind technique is presented in the basic course for people who have never done this before. I mean, this is a new concept for so many people. And then what I think the challenge that we get into is that we think, okay, it's got to stay exactly that way. You know, it's got to be that screen, and it's got to be that picture, because that's the way I was taught. So one of the things I want to open up our mind to is the purpose of that in the basic course is to understand that the mind thinks in pictures, and you want to create the pictures. We all got that. So now, what kind of screen can you have? How big can it be? How many pictures can be on it? Can we uh, can we create a picture where it's got all the pictures in it? Can you? Uh, so if if I want to have five hundred thousand dollars a year, I want to be married. 
I want to have two kids, I want to have a car, whatever your life that you want, well, can you put it all in one picture? Yes. So there is no limitation, like, well, how big does the screen got to be? The screen is your mind. It's in your mind. Do you actually have to see a screen? No. Why do we do it then? Because when you're new at this, it makes it really easy at first. Okay, I see a screen. That's good. And now I see a picture. Okay, I'm stung with the picture. That's okay. But I see the screen. So it's really for beginners. Now, once you start working with it, you start to understand that, no, it is just me seeing that picture. Do I have to have it on a screen after a while? No. That's when you first set the goal. And then you go back in into the subconscious. You don't even have to necessarily see that screen. You just see that picture. And you keep seeing that picture. And you keep having that be a movie. You know, even the, the car is driving. You and the kids are in the car. You're laughing. You're starting to feel it. So you create your own experience. There is no limitation in the mind. Okay. Uh, next question. Is a simple picture adequate, or do we want to revisit it often and paint it in with lots of details? Uh, I guess the, qu the answer to that would be what kind of results do you want? You know, do you want spectacular results? Do you want phenomenal results? Then if you want phenomenal results, then you take the time in creating a phenomenal picture. That's the time spent is in the conscious mind before you ever take it into the subconscious mind. So my recommendation to be anybody who uses this, spectacular pictures. I mean, as vivid as you can because how, what kind of results do you want? You want spectacular results, create a spectacular picture. The more detailed, the better. And I think, personally, it's a lot more fun when it's, a great. I remember. I was, I was remembering in my class. I remember them talking about workshop, and they said something I'll never forget. Have this workshop be a place you want to go back to. So I took that in. Also with the picturing, I want to make sure that this picturing is set up where I want to go back and see it again. I want to go back. I, this is what I love to do. I, I'd rather be in my mind and seeing this picture than sometimes in my normal everyday life. Does that make sense? I'd rather mm -hmm. go over here and fantasize and dream. So I want it to be a picture that I want to come back to, that I get turned on by. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense to me. Phenomenal picture equals phenomenal results. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Story <laughs> okay. lost. Put that on the website right there. <laughs> um, I am, here's the next question. I'm using Screaming the Mind often, and I'm doubting its effectiveness. Why do some things come into reality easier than others? Specifically, I have been visualizing something for over a year now, and it continues to elude me. Why is that? Um, well, I, when, I talk, when I spoke earlier, there's two parts of, of this concept, and that's what the mind of a man can conceive and believe he can achieve. So if I don't have it, I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I can have the mm -hmm. picture clearly in my mind. I don't believe it and what i mean you know very simple i just i believe other things that i i can't do it or it's just not going to happen um i don't how you know you're starting to believe it is when you start visualizing it and then you add the feeling to it you've got that if you understand that the the, the, um, the value circles right 
the mind creates the picture, and then the, the, the emotions are what's so important to go out there and bring back the results. So you want to have big emotion. You know, when you if you do any work with the I am, any work with, you know, I am this, you can, it's not going to do it intellectually. I am brilliant. I am passionate. I am. No, you've got to absolutely feel that. So if, you're, if it's still eluding you, all it means is you don't believe it. So what I would say is you've got to go back in there, and with the picture, you add the feeling, and you start experiencing that result right now. That would be the only reason it's not here yet. Experience the result right now. Right now. You, see, you've got to experience it before the subconscious will attract it because it's got to be very real. So it can't be that, well, I'll believe it once I get it. It's backwards. You know, people say, well, seeing is believing. No, it's believing is seeing. You believe it, then you'll see it. you got to believe it first. So it's got to be a, a, a whole, not just a picture, but it's got to be the whole experience. Okay, we've got a couple more questions. So this one is, Tom always said that maturity is taking responsibility for your thinking. This person would like to know if anyone is aware of what Tom did on a regular basis to access and use the screen of the mind technique when faced with a challenge. Mm. (laughs) I don't know who said that, but God bless you for bringing up Tom because Tom, you know, for most of us, we wouldn't even be doing this work if it wasn't for him and his beliefs. And, and you know, um, I never knew Tom. I knew I worked very closely for 20-some years with Jane. And I'd ask questions all the time of her about Tom. Like, how did he think? What did he think about? And the thing that I got from her that was that made him so phenomenal is he did really understand this leadership, that a leader understands there is only two ways to think. There's not three, there's not one, there's only two ways to think, and that's what maturity is, is taking control of the way that you think. And that's what I talked about earlier. Um, you plant a seed, so I want to I want to have a great marriage and I want to be wealthy, okay? Maybe that's the picture. You plant that seed, well then, that's part of it, because now I've got to nurture that seed. I've got to nurture that by every day being that result right now. So how I talk to people, you know, one of the things that, uh, Principia, you know, um, that I just, when I was going to Principia, there's the man uh, there, Bob Proctor and uh, Martin Victor Hansen, and some of these people, you know, the one thing that I do know about some of these people is that uh, there's, I haven't met more positive people sometimes than around the Principia environment. And those are people who are just willing to stand for that, that there's only two ways to think, one's positive, one's negative. And so I plant the seed in my mind into the subconscious, and then I nurture it by the most incredible positive thoughts all day long. And if I have a negative thought, this is what Tom would do. If I have a negative thought, to stop right then. Notice the negative thought. And then turn it completely upside down. Because there's the truth. If you turn it upside down, there's the truth about you. Take any negative thought, turn it upside down, there's the truth about yourself. And then what he would do is he would spend energy on that. He would give that one energy. So if, I am, if I'm going through my day and I've planted this seed that I want to make $500,000 a year, and then I find myself worrying about, oh, I don't know, not being able to pay a bill or something, okay? I just chopped that plant off, literally. I mean, I just cut it. It's got to take so much now time to grow. 
just because of that thought. So what what Tom would do, and also what Jane would, would do, that she's the one that taught me this, is that you stop that thought right there. I mean, literally, you stop your your day. Well, whoa. And then you turn that thought right then upside down. I can't afford this. I will afford this. I will pay this bill. I have the money. I am wealthy. Act as if it is, even if it isn't, so that it can be so. And then I spend my time thinking that way that day. You know, it's like if you have an alignment problem and and your car steering to the left, you know, and it pulls that way, it pulls that way. Well, it's going to take effort. You got to go repair it. You got to go get it fixed so they can go straight. Well, that's the same thing. You one realize, wow, thanks for that feedback in my mind, and now change the thought and then put energy on it. So planting the seed, and then thinking positive. And I'm not just talking, you know, oh, be positive. Oh no, I'm talking be positive about possibilities, about what can be, about what can happen in this world. You know, you've heard this small minds talk about people, mediocre minds talk about events, and great thinkers always talk about what's possible. And that's what Mr. Wilhite did. That's what these great creators have always done, is they don't think about today. They think about what's possible. They think about what happens when I make that money. They think about what happens when I have that kind of a relationship, and they start living that right now. I know we're running out of time, but I have to say this. I was at Principia once, and I was I was new to this work, and I had set some pretty big goals, and then I told a joke. That's why it came out earlier. I know that's why. I didn't even have that plan. I said a joke, and, and Mrs. Wilhite was in the room. And it was it was on a break, you know, and it wasn't a very nice joke. <laughs> and I remember Jane pulled me aside. She was mad. And what she what I love about her is she was so mad that I destroyed my plant just by having that consciousness. Because, mm. see, I still thought I could have the dreams and then I could still be the old punk that I used to be and have everything I want. And she goes, no, you cannot. You've got to be those goals right now. Well, let me just say on that note, um, that was a pretty powerful place to uh, to end this, I think. Um, Tim, I'd love to invite you to give us some closing thoughts and anything that you'd like to share, you know, with the graduates. I mean, we had a ton of great questions come in, and I'm I'm really thankful and thank you for taking the time to explore those with us. And I know we got a lot of them answered for people, so. Um, if people do have more questions and we didn't get some things answered, I would encourage you just send us an email to teleseminars at sizeseminars.com. And we will, I'll get with Tim and we'll address some of these if we didn't get a chance to get to them tonight. So, um, Tim, any closing remarks from you, sir? Yes. Um, for those people that are on this call, uh, congratulations for staying in this work. The basic course, seminars, uh, cause us to open our eyes. That's not the work, though. That is not the work that I came to a basic or I went to a basic three times. That's not the work. Even in the work in the basic is not the work. It's outside of it. And to consistently to, to read, you know, and I got turned on when Dory asked me to do this. I took the basic in 1987, and I hope in the tone of my voice you can tell that this screen of mine I'm still working with. I'm still challenged with. I'm still reading more about it. That excerpt I read from you is from a book from 1963. I got this two weeks ago. So that's my, if you really want to have a successful life, it does take work. And the work is getting our mind clear. And so but just being on this call shows, you know what, I'll take an hour out of my day 
you know, and then after this call, you know, what's the next one? What's the next thing you're going to do? What's the next class you're going to go back into? It's not just going to happen one time, you know, and I hope there's some people on this call that have been around for a long time and heard something new because we're always going to hear something new. It's just at a deeper level. So I just get really excited. You know, I don't know who else on this call, but I wish I could speak to every one of you and just say congratulations for staying in this work and keep in this work. Well, Tim, thank you so much. And there's there's hundreds of grads on this call, by the way, or guests that are joining us this evening. And what I want to say to you is I so appreciate the fact that you – you know, you have been in the work for a long time and you have been teaching and, you know, it's very clear to me that you, you know, you do these things in your life and you apply them, you know, to your life. And as you said, you, you know, got a new book and, you know, you wanted to come with some things that would um, really support the people on this call. So, and the people that will be listening to the podcast, by the way. So this teaching was super powerful and I'm very grateful that you decided to join us. And as you said, I want to thank the graduates and the guests who have joined us tonight because I know that your time is valuable and we certainly appreciate you spending some of it with us. We will be sending out a podcast and the recording from tonight's call and providing you with information for the upcoming call that's going to happen on April 10th. You will not want to miss this call either as we will be exploring the power of choice. And I had a chance to spend some time with our special guest speaker this weekend, and I'm certain that you will, um, you'll have an opportunity to learn some things on that call as well that you can apply immediately. So if you want to register for that call, you can go now to psiteleseminars.com. And again, we want to thank you for sending in your questions in advance. Um, we found that so many people, you know, had questions on this call tonight, and we encourage you to continue sending those in. And, and as I said, if we didn't get something addressed, during the call, please feel free to send something into us, and and we'll address that either you know in Facebook or we may you know get with him and see if we can put something else together for you. So, um, if you are a guest joining us tonight and you have questions about size seminars, please feel free to con go to www.psiseminars.com and you can find out some information about what's happening in a city near you. We'd also like to invite you to become a fan of Size Seminars on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars. Thank you, and I hope you have a great evening. And, Tim, thank you so much. Thank you, Dorian. Thanks for having me do this. I, I loved it, and thank you very much. Fantastic. Good night, everyone. Good night.